Welcome to the Unicorn Club Audio Journal Podcast. Today is October 6, 2020. This podcast is for men. I was supposed to come on maybe a day or two ago and do this podcast. And I had just been super busy with work and my online prerequisite class and starting my business from scratch, my e-commerce business from scratch. And um, this morning I have time. So, for those of you who are new to the podcast, welcome. Um, My first podcast was about my journey in my midlife crisis and the three key things that I had learned during that process. And once I learned it, the whole midlife crisis thing just stopped. So if you are interested, you can scroll all the way back and start with episode one in season one. Welcoming our bless you. <laughs> to all of my day ones, welcome and God bless you. Welcome and God bless you. <laughs> I'm talking a little fast. Bear with me. Bear with me. We going somewhere. We moving. We moving. I believe that anyone that comes across by, comes across my podcast, it is not by luck. It is pure fate. Everything that I um, say is for someone. And something that I'm saying in the podcast that you clicked on is the answer to the question that has been on your heart. Here at the Unicorn Club, we are not followers, we are leaders. As I said before, and I will say it again, Jesus was not a follower. He had disciples. And so one of the purposes in your life, if you were drawn to this particular podcast, is for you to be a leader and to blaze your own trail for other people to follow. You will have disciples. You are an influencer. You will either teach people how to be or you will teach people who they never want to be. It's up to you. You get to choose. It's your free will. You are also an agent of change. If you just change one person's life in your lifetime, then you've done your job. You've fulfilled your job. If you change a couple of people's lives throughout your lifetime, you have done your task. If you end up being on a large scale of um, influencing and where you've influenced millions of people, you have done your job. You are an influencer. You are a leader. You are set apart from the crowd. You will not fit in the crowd. Never have, never will. Even in the church, you'll notice that you never fit into the crowd. Excuse me. You are not designed to be part of a clique. A clique is designed to be a part of you. So, I hope that has encouraged your heart and answered a question or two. Men, this podcast is for you. It has been on my heart to share something with you. Excuse me. And what I want to share with you is a violation of your privacy. 
And I think that's what I'll title this podcast. Privacy Violation. You know when you meet a woman and you know you, you become intimate, spending time with each other. And then she begins to start asking you questions like, what are we doing? Are we in a relationship with each other? Are you seeing other women? And you say, I'm doing me. You never know what the future holds, so you do you. It's okay. That's not a straightforward answer for women. You men need to learn how to be more direct and crystal clear. And I say that because when you are not direct and crystal clear with a woman and where she stands in your life, that's when you open up a door to privacy violation. That's when she starts, you know, being a private investigator, checking out all of your social media accounts, going through your emails, looking at your text messages, going through your cell phone, so forth and so on. And even though what she's doing, excuse me, even though what she's doing is wrong, She's doing it because you did not tell her exactly where she stands as a woman and as a woman in your life. You would not have had to put a password on your cell phone if you would have just told that woman, yes, I'm seeing other people. When we get together, it's just you and I. What you do when I'm not here is completely up to you. You're a single woman. Do you. It's okay. I'm not going to go into your phone. I'm not going to be all in your social media accounts. I'm not going to violate your privacy. And I ask for the same thing in return. Respect my privacy the way I respect your privacy. You're a single woman. If you men were to do that, women wouldn't go through your cell phone. You wouldn't need a password on your cell phone. Your privacy would not have been violated from the very beginning by that girl who caused you to put a password on your phone. Had you had told her, you're a single woman. But I think that you men don't do it because there's something that she gives you in that moment that you either want or you need. And you don't want to ruin it for yourself. And in that case, I need to tell you to stand up on your own two feet and be a man. You shouldn't have to use a woman for a place to live, 
for food to eat, for money in your pocket, for clothes on your back. You should set a standard for yourself and make it up in your mind that you're not going to live that way. You're not going to live under the rule of another human being. You're free. The Bible says, who the Son says free is free indeed, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So why are you in bondage? Because you're too lazy to not be a bum and a womanizer. Yes, I said it. The same thing that women do to have their own place to live, to put food on the table, to keep the electricity on, is the exact same thing you can do. There's no difference between the two. So why is it such a struggle for you? Another thing you men do is when y'all live with grandma, auntie, sister, cousin, you meet a woman with her own place, and y'all want to move in with her, into her apartment. And y'all never seek to put your name on a lease. Y'all expect for the woman to continue to do what she's been doing before you came into the household while you contribute little to nothing and your penis. You want the woman to play her role in her feminine energy and you know all about what it is that a woman is supposed to do, but you don't do the things that a man should do. You never mention all of the things that a man should do. And yet you want that woman to respect you. To allow you to lead the household. To allow you to lead her. Where are you leading her to? If you can't lead yourself. You have to make better decisions for yourself first. And if a, you get somebody like me that's an alpha female and been around the block a couple of times, and I see the type of decisions that you make for yourself is poor, you damn sure can't be in no exclusive relationship with me. You're, you, you're not even going to get the punani. Because I see from a distance that you're a bum. If you want a woman to respect, here's the truth. If you don't have no money, women don't respect you. That's when you start to become emasculated by that woman. Right? You have to have something. You have to bring something to the table besides putting a light bulb in and putting your, t your penis on a table. So what? You know how to cook. Women know how to cook. Whether all she's making is a, a frozen chicken nuggets and frozen french fries, she going to eat. So you come along and you make spaghetti. Who cares? She not going to starve. What value are you really bringing to the table? If you want a woman to bring value to the table, 
for you in order for you to choose her to marry her, you need to bring some value to the table in order for a woman to respect you as a man and not emasculate you. That's the truth. Y'all are quick to say, oh, no, I'm not going to marry her, you know, for this reason and that reason and this reason, whatever reason you got. But you never tell that woman that you, this is the reason why I'm not going to marry you. You never say that because it's beneficial for you to keep your mouth shut. You know that if you told the whole truth and nothing but the truth, so help you God, you would be out of that woman's house in a blink of an eye. You men be knowing whether y'all are going to stay in a woman's life long term or whether you're going to go. Y'all know from the very beginning what your intentions are with that woman. And y'all never mention it. You, I call that wasting her time. Never waste a woman's time. You know why? Because karma is a bitch. You keep that in mind. So if you're not going to be noble enough to say, I don't want nobody wasting my time, so I'm not going to waste theirs. At least know that when you waste somebody's time, you're going to get back that same energy that you gave out. You win today, but you'll lose tomorrow. And another thing that y'all do is y'all target women. Not all of you. Not all of you. But there's some men who target women. And you look for, and, and it's all in her face and in her body language, how she speaks about herself. You look to see if she's naive, if she's gullible, if she looks like a good girl. And you say, yeah, this is the one I can, I can get over on because she don't really know. She ain't up one game. Let me talk to her, see if I can get in where I can fit in. I remember, <laughs> I remember this guy said, this was a very long time ago, and he said, he said to me, if you change the way you dress, you'll attract a different type of guy. Spend a little bit more money on your clothes, and you'll attract a different type of guy. I said, really? I think I was in my teens early 20s when he told me that. I said, really? I got that in the back of my head. And one year I decided to experiment. And so I started researching fashion and what makes people look like they have money and what makes people look like they don't. And at that time I was working in Sam's Club and I was a cashier. And there was a man who came in all the time and the way that he was dressed, you would have thought that he was a homeless person on the street without the stench. His clothes was raggedy, filthy, dirty, old, holes in it, lint balls, oil stains, all, all sorts of things. But then when I would swipe his card, I saw that it was a black American Express card. Do you know how much money you have to have? 
to have a black American Express card? If you don't know, Google it. But the moral of the story is he looked like he didn't have money, but he had plenty of it. Plenty of it. So I decided to change how I dressed. Spent a little bit more money on my clothes. And I I wanted to look like a valley girl slash businesswoman. Like I did some sort of high-end administration type of job. And do you know that it was true I attracted a different pedigree of men? But the, but the men that I was attracting was the predators. The ones that would look at a woman and say, yeah, she got money. Like how a woman would look at a man and say, yeah, he got, he got money. I see it. And then a woman pounce all over that man just to use him for his money. Men did do the same thing. Some of you are predators. And so you look for a woman who's a little naive, a little gullible, and you take advantage of her. You are wrong for that. You are wrong. You are wrong for that. Women don't like to be taken advantage of the same way that you didn't like it when that girl broke your heart. You remember that girl, that, that, that first heartbreak you had by that girl when you thought that y'all was going to be together forever and she left you? You remember how you felt? You remember how you didn't trust anyone? It was hard for you to believe what anybody had said. Remember the whole world was crumbling down because your little feelings was hurt? You know, do you men know that y'all caused that type of pain to women over and over and over again? When a woman is a serial dater and she doesn't know how to protect her heart and she's constantly coming across vagabonds and scallywags over and over again, it's like heartbreak over and over and over again. You men can't take one heartbreak. How do you think a woman feels when she's going through that heartbreak over and over and over again? You contribute to it when you're a predator. And then you turn around and say, oh, she's damaged, oh, she's bitter, oh, she's angry, oh, she's this, oh, she's that. All she wanted was a man who would be faithful to her. That's all she wanted. But yes, she got what a scallywag who hid, she, she met his representative from the beginning. The devil disguises himself as an angel of light. For all of you that are predators, you contribute to the woman being the way that she is when you met her. When she's angry, she's standoffish, she's pushing you away, she's keeping you at a distance, her heart is guarded. It's hard for her to trust. It's hard for her to believe anything that anyone says. Because there's more bad people in this world than there are good. You're wrong. Stop it. When you meet the woman that has the qualities that you like and that you want to be with, this, this is for the decent men. If you meet that woman who has the qualities that you like and you see, hold on, 
I had to let the oil truck pass by. Um, she has the qualities that you want. You have to be patient. And, and really, if you can be selfless for 60 seconds and just say to her, on behalf of all men who have caused you heartache, made you feel some type of way, I apologize. See how quick that was? Do you know how much that's going to cost you? Zero dollars and zero cents. But you know what that's going to do over the course of time? It's going to cause her to trust you and that God is going to come down and she's going to go towards you. Be patient. Be understanding. Earn her trust and give her the opportunity to earn yours. It's a two-way street. It's a two-way street. So, you men need to learn how to first love and respect yourselves before you can love and respect a woman. Um, you need to learn that just because you got away with taking advantage of one woman, that does not mean it applies to all women. It's not true. Let a woman know where she stands in, in your life. If you don't have no intentions on being with her long time, long term, don't waste her time. Let her know what your intentions are from the beginning and where she stands from the beginning. That way she won't go through your cell phone and violate your privacy. Be a little more honest. Don't make excuses. Don't say to her, you never know what the future will hold. Don't give her the runaround. Don't play games. Don't do what you've always done. It's time for a change. Level up. <clears throat> Excuse me. Don't wait until all of your friends get into a committed relationship and then say to yourself, well, everybody else is, you know, in a relationship, so I might as well do it. Don't wait till then. Because everybody's going to link up with somebody eventually. You could be passing up on a good woman thinking about yourself being selfish. You never know when you cross another good woman. I can't tell you how many females I've gone through and I don't even like poom poom. I've gone through a plethora of females just to see if they would even qualify to be a friend of mine. Because not everybody has good intentions. Not every, I look for certain things. And my female friends had to earn what I bring to the table in the friendship. They had to earn it. They, I, I'm not saying that they had to jump through hoops and do this and do that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm a person of, and I say this all the time, I'm selfless, I'm noble, 
I have integrity. I have morals. I have standards. I support those that I care about. If I don't care about a person, they get treated completely different. So my inner circle gets treated completely different from how the outer circle does. Friends get treated differently from acquaintances because friends earned their spot. And life has a way of presenting opportunities to you. And so when, when an opportunity presents itself and I see that that person didn't make a decision that was noble, they did not have any integrity, they did not have any form of loyalty, they were selfish, oh, that determines everything, baby. And I said all of that to say, not everybody should be in your, not, not just any woman should be in your life. And finding that woman, that one, just that one, is like finding a needle in a haystack. So you never know how long it'll be before you meet that one. Just that one. So, level up before all your friends get into a relationship. If you want to chase skirts and have all of this as notches under your belt, you want to conquer the quest of the chase, it's the thrill of the chase and conquering that quest, it should be a little more forthright, a little more forthcoming, a little more honest. Just let them know you're single. And when you're not around them, they're free to do whatever they want to do because she's single. So the point is, your privacy won't be violated if you tell a woman where she stands with you. The only reason why your privacy is violated was because she was asking you in various different ways where the two of you stand and you wasn't answering her you never gave her a direct answer her intuition was speaking to her anyway and you're not confirming it and so your, your, your privacy was violated and you ladies that are listening to me give this advice to this man I hope your ears are finely tuned I hope you heard that When a man wants to be exclusive with you, he will make his intentions clear from the very beginning. He will ask you, how do you feel about the institution of marriage? How do you feel about having children? Where do you see yourself a year from now? They're going to make themselves crystal clear and they're going to make an effort. They're going to make an effort. The ones that just want to conquer the quest is to throw other chase. He's not going to say anything like that to you. You don't even have to ask because it's evident by the questions that he never asks you from the very beginning. If you even have to ask a man, where do you stand? That answers your question right there. It means nowhere. Make your exit. Keep your legs closed.
Don't be the quest that he conquers. Let him go find somebody else and play with them. Let him waste their time. So, that was all that I wanted to come on this podcast (laughs) and share with you, cousins. You all are my cousins. I wish that um, there was some type of forum on this podcast so that you guys can have an opportunity to respond to what it is that I'm talking about. And we can have a dialogue, you know, um, a healthy dialogue with each other um, on the topic and, 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 and grow through what we go through. You know, I um, would never promote a forum where people are disrespecting each other and cutting each other, you know, down and you know, ripping each other to shreds, I would never promote that. You would be blocked. Here at the Unicorn Club, we do have a block ministry, okay? And we are not afraid to use it. Anyhow, enough of my rant. Shalom.